Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, hit it shot. Oh, baby, what a play. This is Jeff Bedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I discussed the 2023 NFL draft in Kansas City. Uh, hope everyone out there had a happy Passover and a happy Easter. Uh, for Passover, Joe, my wife put all the bread or leaven products in a crate in my office. So it's out of the kitchen, out of sight. Anyhow, my dog got trapped in here <laughs> today. So while it's gone, he ate through a bunch of oats or pancake mix flour. So it, it looks like I'm in Tony Montana's suite with oh, powder. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to everywhere. I'm, I'm going to text you uh, a picture right now of, of what it, of what it looks like. Oh my God, Jeff. That's, that's pretty funny. Dogs will do the darndest things. Won't they pet sometimes, man, I'll tell you. Sadly, or maybe for the best that this is audio only for most of you out there. Um, so you, you don't get to see this scene, uh, now to the the football matters at hand, Joe. Before we get to the draft, some uh, housekeeping items regarding two Giants wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., who some thought could end up in Kansas City, has signed yeah. a one-year deal with the Ravens. But uh, Richie James, who was on the Giants last year, was signed by Kansas City, where he'll play with former Giants wide receiver Kadarius Tony. Joe, your thoughts on all this? Well, you know, I, I. <laughs> I wasn't sure if Odell Beckham was going to be the right choice for mm-hmm. Kansas City anyway. Right. So in my own personal opinion, um, you know, my own humble opinion, I should say. Um, I just didn't think he was going to – I just didn't think he'd fit in. I, I I, think that would have been a waste of good money based on what the value I think they could have gotten out of him with the injuries, the way that I think his chemistry would have fit in with this organization – I just think I don't think it would have been a I don't think it would have been the right choice uh, personally. I mean, I, 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 you know, I think he's had some great years and some great. There's been some great uh, stuff he's done out on the field, but I, I just personally, I was kind of glad to see them pass on on OBJ. Um, you know, Richie James is an interesting one. Um, you know, he's never been a full time starter in his. You know, I guess he's going into his fifth year now. Um, you know, he started some games, had, had, a, had a good run in 2020 with seven starts. And, uh, you know, 2019 actually was a good year, probably statistic wise for like a yards per reception and, you know, things like that. Um, it just, you know, it's just an interesting, interesting one. You know, it's, um, you know, it could be a depth thing. Um, see how it bodes for some of the other, you know, uh, reserve wide receivers that they do have. You know, anytime, of course, I, first thing I always think of when they're looking at receivers, I think of how it affects my, uh, I almost called him my college classmate, like, like he's got, you know, I've got 30 <laughs> years on him, but, uh, but, you know, how, how this will affect Justin, you know, his fellow Quaker there. And, and um, you know, so any, anytime they sign a receiver, that's the first thing I think of. Yeah. And Joe, I, I agree with you on both these points. Uh, first of all, I think Beckham, I actually really like the Beckham signing for the Ravens. They need a dynamic playmaker out there. I think it's smart for them. For the Chiefs, I don't think it's a good, you know, they they don't need to like something to like revolutionize the offense. They just need like pieces here to fit in what they've already got going. Yeah. 
I think Beckham between his injuries and, you know, sometimes uh, he's, he's had some issues in Cleveland with just meshing with the team and some of the other places. I, I think it's not worth, worth the risk. I totally agree. You had said that from day one and I'm on board and, you know, Richie James is just like, I, I think people are so anxious for a big receiver signing after losing Hardman and, and Juju and not having, you know, maybe, maybe the most, you know, and then losing, of course, Tyreek Hill the year before. I think Richie James is a solid signing. You know, he had 57 catches for 569 yards last year. You know, solid, not spectacular. He's good in the return game. I think it might be that fans were, like, expecting something big, a, a Beckham or a Hopkins, and, you know, it's it's a little anticlimactic in that sense. Um, And a good question of whether that affects uh, Justin Watson. I think Richie James, like, Justin Watson was so solid on special teams, never made a mistake. I think Richie James might be a little bit more dynamic, maybe more of a big play guy, but I'm not sure this precludes them from signing Watson. You know, Let, let's hope not. Yeah, let's let's hope not. I mean, you know, generally they're keeping, you know, five, six, you know, sometimes seven receivers, depending on the offense and what whatever they decide to do with fullback, right, with Michael Burton leaving. You know, you wonder if they're going to go back to having a fullback on the roster. Yeah. Um, so maybe they use that position for, you know, another wide receiver. Maybe they just weren't getting their bang for their buck out of that roster spot. So, you know, maybe that does this all bodes well for having a pretty substantial stable of, of receivers, um, which, which you know, bodes well for, for everybody that they're signing and, and trying to re-sign, right, and trying to get, Justin back into the fold um, so that he doesn't, uh, they don't lose him to another team in free agency, which, you know, I, that's the one thing I worry about. The, the, for some reason, I just have a sinking feeling that the longer this goes for Justin, the the less of a chance he has of coming back to Kansas City. Yeah, that's so, what I think too. And I still go back. I mean, you know him, you know the family, so you can better speak to this. But, you know, I keep thinking if, if I were Justin Watson – I've got two rings now. You always want to get a ring, but maybe maybe really just chase the best offer at, at this point, which hopefully is is back in Kansas City. But yeah, we know that wide receiver, you know, isn't the the longest position from a tenure perspective that, you know, that's out there. You know, you start losing a step here and there, and you know, the game passes you by. Same with with running back, right? I mean, it's just, you know, it's one of those positions where you got to make your hay while you can. And if he can do that exactly right with, with what you said, he's won two Super Bowls. He's done it with two of the best quarterbacks of, of a generation. And so, and he's, and he, you know, he did it in two really cool places, right? Got to do it in the sun and the fun of Tampa, got to do it. in you know, the, the NFL royalty, you know, NFL kind of a blue blood, so to speak of, of a team like Kansas city, you know, with a lot of history. So He's done it in, in, in with the unbelievable fan base. So he's, yeah, he's he's got everything on the resume he needs right now. He's the first University of Pennsylvania player to play in a Super Bowl. So he's got a lot of things ticking for him right now. So, um, you know, you're right. It could be, it could just come down to money. And, and you know, how, how could you blame him for that, right? Especially when you have these short tenures uh, at positions like wide receiver and running back. And I really feel he's got to make his money now, Joe, because if he has to fall back on this pen education, God forbid what his post-career yes. would, would like it. 
yeah, there's going to be nothing waiting for him on Wall Street, you know, important <laughs> degree. But uh, you know, it's, it's it, it is it is it is time right now, you know. And he can strike all the irons a little bit hot. He did. He got some. He got lots of film. Got lots of time this year. Um, made some good great catches. Um, so you know, the time is definitely right for him. And we're going to get back to the NFL draft here, breaking it all down. But first. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, playoff contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, playoffs to play in games, right through the NBA Finals. Bet Online is your basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Uh, well, Joe, for the draft that is in Kansas City, I'm curious who uh, the Chiefs fan, who you think the Chiefs will select 31st overall. And just a reminder, it is 31 overall. Normally it would be the 32nd pick because they won the Super Bowl. But the uh, Dolphins forfeit a first-round pick in that whole Tom Brady um tampering thing so 31 overall who, who you got joe i know you you had you were feeling some quentin johnson vibes the last last pod yeah i mean oh it just it just i i keep i keep waffling and as i'm sure a lot of chiefs fans do about where is their biggest need mm-hmm. um i don't think quentin johnson's going to last that long um just my own, you know, mm-hmm. just my thoughts on 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 knowing his his measurables, you know, uh, his size, you know, somebody's going to snatch him up. Um, I think there's some, I, and I I, th- I don't think Jackson Smith Enigma is that how you pronounce it. Enigma. I was going to go with you. I wasn't going to try it, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I've I, been struggling I, with the pronunciation. I, I don't don't know him as well. I don't know. Um, you know, in Jigba, I guess you pronounce it, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't see a whole lot of Ohio state this year. Um, and he, so, and he hardly played if at all, you know, he was so good last year, especially in the bowl game, but he was kind of, they're yeah. going on his le- tape last year. Cause he was just injury uh, played and sat out yeah. a lot of games this year. And that's somebody that they're going to probably want to stay away from. And then, you know, there's a huge, to me, from a receiver perspective, there's a big drop off after those two. I mean, I know, you know, Jackson Smith, Jigba. I guess I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, I know he's, you know, he's he he could go high because of his, you know, this to where people have him kind of slated to go, but I just don't think they're going to be around. And then, like I said, the receiver, there's a big drop off, and I think, you know, maybe it's uh, Jordan Addison from USC. I mean, won the Bolitnikoff Award with Mm -hmm. with Penn in 2021. You know, he transfers to USC, goes and plays some Pac-10 ball. You know, um, I, th- I think he's, you know, I still call it the Pac-10. I'm dating myself. Um, but he, um, you know, I think he's he, he's a guy or, you know, or even Zay Flowers out of Boston College, right? I mean, he's um, he, he's he's definitely got maybe the speed that they need um, and, and his route-breaking uh, ability. So, you know, he could be something somebody could fit really well into the, you know, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, you know, offense. So, you know, if they go receiver, I'm thinking either of those two. 
um, Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison, if you know if they're able to uh, you know if they stay around long enough, and receiver is what they want to go with in the first round. So, are you feeling, Joe? That and another name I'm going to throw out there. I don't know if he's a first round guy, but it might be a second um, round guy. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, really interesting, was really good for Tennessee, a speed guy. Man, if they could get a vertical threat to add to what they already have, boy, that offense is scary. Joe, you you nailed it. I remember uh, a few years ago um, that I guess it must have been the 2020 NFL draft, and you said, you know, I thought, oh, Andy Reid, he never drafts running backs in the first round, and you're like, no, I'm really, I can't remember if you if you nailed both the position and the player, but that was the year they drafted Clyde Edwards Elaire, and that was a great call. So are you are you feeling wide receiver then by what you or are you just giving that as one option? I just I just I don't see a whole lot out there in free agency at this point. I mean it's April. You know, they're gonna want to get some 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 players into minicamp, running some routes. I I I think there's other positions that um you know, m- might be a little bit better in free agency than receiver at this mm-hmm. point. And I, 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 I kind of think that's where, I think that's where they're going to go. I think, I think they've been very happy with Sky Moore and, 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 and the way that he developed. And if they can do something similar to that and get, get a speedy guy, I love, I love, I love that because, you know, Jalen Hyatt and a lot of the, a lot of the air quote rankings is probably not rated as highly as some of the other receivers, but he's probably one of the fastest. And if that's where I love your, your insight into that, Jeff, that if that's where Patrick, I say Patrick, like he's the general manager, right? Brett Feech, <laughs> I'm taking over for Brett Feech. But like if, if Patrick is uh, pushing for some speed, then Jalen Hyatt is probably the guy that would jump up um, because he's probably, he's probably the fastest. Um, you know, I don't think Tank Dell, which obviously what an oxymoron that is, right? His name is Tank. Um, he's probably one of the smaller receivers in the draft. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be a first rounder. He definitely, he definitely has, um, he definitely has some speed, but but at that size, man, I, I just don't know if that's going to hold up. Um, and and so. You know, and then and then you get like a Josh Downs out of North Carolina. He's kind of like a slot. He's more of a slot type. Um, you know, if they were maybe looking to replace a, a Juju or somebody like that, it was a little bit more possessiony. Uh, you know, they might go for that if he's still around. But I, I I love your thought on if they don't go for the wow factor of like the ratings of where like a Zay Flowers or Jordan Addison are right now, just because of their pedigree. Um, I think Jalen Hyatt could be a player that they you know, look to try to create some Legion of Zoom uh, mojo again. The other thing that's interesting, there's a couple of interesting things about this draft. It's uh, it's supposed to be one of the most unpredictable. All, all the pundits are really having trouble pegging who goes where because there's just so much up in the air. Um, so much, so often Brett Veach has traded out of the first round. I think there's a little bit of pressure for him to, with the, the, the draft in Kansas City that I expect that the Chiefs, two pick in the first round, maybe trade up, but I don't think they're trading out of the first round. Um, I think they would really have to like uh, what's going on. I, I think there's going to be some uh, pressure on him to, on this big stage to have the Chiefs pick. Yeah. And the last I, thing I was going to add, Joe, is that, you know, I, you're right on leading, receiving help. I'm not saying first round, but I could see the Chiefs taking 
So Dale Jeremiah uh, with the NFL Network, who's really good, uh, said on his um, uh, press conference with the media, this is the best tight end draft in years, probably in the last decade. Mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey is is getting up there. I think he's going to be 34. Um, maybe in, in you know, the Fortson's been good and no gray's been good, but, you know, they're not Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they do this in the first round, but with the kind of depth tight end depth, I could see them maybe finding an heir apparent to Travis Kelsey in this draft. Yeah. And they're all, they're all big, big school tight ends and they all look, you know, they all look like Travis Kelsey. I mean, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, there's not, a, there's not a lot of, um, you know, there's not a lot of small school tight ends. I mean, there's, you know, a couple of guys, you know, in the top 10 that are, um, you know, smaller school guys like like Zach Kuntz out of Old Dominion, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, wow, the, you know, does Old Dominion you know, have a football team? Like everybody's like, Old Dominion. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's definitely somebody from a small, but you look at the tight ends, they're all big school guys, right? I mean, Tucker Craft out of South Dakota State, but they're, you know, we know that they're a, uh, you know, they're a dominant uh, FCS 1AA team, and he's he's a beast. I mean, he's, you know, he's somebody they could they could maybe take a chance on in the second round. I mean, I'd love to see him go for a guy like that kid out of Georgia, the 6'7 guy. He's like 275. Oh, the Washington, like, Washington guy? Yeah, yeah, Darnell Washington. I mean, he's, he a biscuit, he's a biscuit away from like 280. Um, I love him. He's such a good blocker and like really athletic. What's nuts, Joe? He he is fantastic, and he's the second best tight end on that Georgia team. They have that Brock Bowers kid who next year is going to be a real high pick. Yeah, but I, I really yeah. like Washington. But it, you know that could be an, that could add an interesting wrinkle into yeah. the offense, right? If you if you you know now all of a sudden you go away from the Travis Kelsey, Fortson, you know Bell, kind of like really they're kind of like let's really be honest, they're like slots, right? Mm-hmm. They're like slot receivers. I mean. Yeah, they can block and they'll they'll mix it up occasionally with some outside linebackers, but they're not, you know, they're not running tight end traps or anything. But man, you get somebody like a Darnell Washington coming in and you know, the, the height, the size, it gives them a it gives them a target in in you know for a fade route in the corner into the end zone at six seven, you know, big body. I mean, yeah, I mean so that that could be a, a sleeper and and I think he'll slip. He's not he's not gonna go in the first round. He's probably going to be a mid to late second round pick. So he, you know, that's somebody that's, that's a, that's another good one. And and of course, Jeff, of course, I'm going to be partial. If there was ever a time that the chiefs were going to draft somebody in the first round um, or uh, draft an offensive lineman in the Mm -hmm. first round, it could be, it could be this draft, you know, at home, you know, it's in Kansas city. Everybody's going to want to see a big dude get up on the stage, you know, take him out for some barbecue afterwards, uh, you know, um, you know, see if they can uncover another Creed Humphrey or Trey Smith and, you know, early on in this draft. And that, that would be, that would be really nice, especially with the hole that's left at tackle. Right. So um, there's definitely some linemen out there that I think could, could really come in and, and um, you know, and, and could actually, you know, get it done. I mean, you know, this kid Skaronsky out of Northwestern is, he's not going to be around. I mean, he's, he's probably going to be the first, he, he or Paris Johnson will probably be the first lineman picked. Um, but, um, you know, there's definitely some, I think there's some solid, solid guys down in that 20, you know, ranked in the 20 to 30s range. Um, you know, I, I mean, this kid, Broderick Jones out of Georgia is an absolute, you know, 
he's a beast. I mean, he's, he's, he just, he's a ferocious run blocker. Um, you know, some, some of the pundits call him like, you know, one of the bullies of the offensive uh, line draft. Um, but, and, and he can pass block. So, you know, any, and he played at Georgia, right? I mean, he's got an SEC, SEC schedule. So as do most of the, you know, most of the linemen generally are coming from the big schools, other than this kid Skaronska at Northwestern, not that that's not a big, a big school, but, you know, I know that, you know, offensive linemen, you know, Ohio State, Tennessee, Georgia, Oklahoma, right? Ohio State, you know, big, big dudes coming out of those big schools that I know generally don't, you don't get fired for drafting a guy like that unless it's of course, Tony Mandrich out of Michigan state back in, you know, <laughs> 1990 when I was coming out. Do you have a uh, Joe, do you have a uh, favorite guy kind of in this draft in maybe not even a guy who necessarily will be available when the, when the chiefs pick you again, you really nailed this 2020 draft to mention Edwards Lair. You love Tristan Wirfs and boy, he might oh, be man. the best tag. Is there a guy like that in this draft for you? Somebody you really, really like. Uh, I mean, I kind of like I kind of like this. I mean, of course, I'm going to be partial to the lineman. Um, I, I really do like this Skaronsky kid. I, I think he's he he's probably probably going to end up a guard, um, mm-hmm. even though he you know played his career at tackle. Um, he just he just he's kind of just like the complete lineman. He he actually looks a little bit like Creed Humphrey when he plays, um, but obviously he's not a center. But he just has that. He just has that body type, like Creed. Um, he's big. He pushes people around. He's just not as he's not as long. So I could see him going inside and actually flourishing. And that's why I kind of picked him as one of my favorites because I think what'll end up happening is he'll, you know, he'll end up like going in at guard and being like, and just all of a sudden have he'll have a couple of bumpers on the side of him, right, with a guard with a tackle and a center, and be like. Holy cow! Where was this kid hiding, right? Um, because I, because I, I, I just that's where I see him. He he's probably better. Even though I haven't seen him play inside interior, he's probably better than any of the other interior linemen yeah. coming out in this draft. It's not a great interior lineman draft um, at center and guard. So I don't have anybody that's really lighting the world on fire for me. Interior centers and guards. Um, I think it's a very good tackle draft, but like I said. He might he might end up you know the Skaronsky kid might end up going out and playing uh, or he might go inside and play and play guard maybe even center based on his size um, and and just all of a sudden he might be the next Creed Humphrey. Joe, so glad you mentioned Skaronsky not only to give my Northwestern Wildcats a pub but talk about a segue. This is so my favorite story of the draft. Who I could see the Chiefs. I would picking maybe in the second round. He's not going to go in the first. But um, not sure necessarily my favorite player, but favorite story. I'm going to try and write about him after the draft. Adi Tamiwa Adibari. And I I wrote this down phonetically in my notes so that I get it correctly. Hard to see with all this baking powder and flour all over the place. It's like a snowstorm in your house. (laughs) But anyhow, a perfect segue because he is also a Northwestern guy, Joe. 6'2". 282 pounds and it's a great story because he he went to North Kansas City High School. So how cool that he's going to be drafted right. in Kansas City. It would be really cool if the Chiefs took him. But Joe, listen to these numbers. So he's 6'2", 282 pounds. He ran a 449 
<laughs> at the combine. Fastest time for someone under 270 pounds since 2003. He broad jumped 10-5, which oh. is tied for the second since 2003. And his vertical was 37 and a half inches, um, which was third in that time. I mean, wow. Unbelievable. Those are some amazing stats, buddy. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty incredible. The, the speed, the speed at which these guys can move are it's it's just it's out of control right i mean it is absolutely out of control um you know you get a you get an edge rusher like that with that kind of size who can bull rush um he can speed rush i mean the world is going to be his oyster if if he gets into the right defense um i i think he, he if he slips that far he could be a surprise he mm -hmm. could be a surprise. Um, he could he could bump up. I know I know there's a lot of uh, pundits are projecting him mid round or there might there might be somebody who would take a shot on him after after those combine after that combine and those numbers they might take a shot on him late in the second round even maybe even the middle of the second round. I mean I, I I could totally see it. Yeah, I actually think he would be good value for the Chief. You know they they need some defensive line help. Um, like late in the second round where they're going to pick first round is really a reach just because he, he was a good player, but he didn't have um, the production that, that you need from a first rounder, despite those, uh, you, you know, he had a good year. He had five, five sacks in a, for a, in a short college season for a guy who's, you know, 280 and uh, play that much on the interior is a solid season, but you know, not, not somebody who should be a, a first rounder for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Joe is speaking of, you know, defensive line. I, I think that's the other area the Chiefs I could see them, you know, targeting early and often. Uh, I like the Omena who's signing a lot. Um, you know, Carl Loftus seems to have a very bright future, but I think they need some more bodies there. Yeah, it's just, it, I guess for me, it's just, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put myself into Brett Beach's, uh, you know, put myself into his shoes and figure out if they're going to, if they're going to go inside or outside, you mm -hmm. know, um, like you said, the, the, the Amena who signing was fantastic. I think they've got all the confidence in George Karloftis. I, I think he's, he's going to be knock on wood. He's going to be sturdy and uh, durable. Um, it just, I, it's probably going to have to be in the inside mm -hmm. then, you know, just, just looking at the depth chart and where it is now, I'd have to say they're going to have to go interior to try to beef up some depth to give Chris Jones the spells that he needs, you know, support Derek Noddy and what he's doing and, you know, see what they can get out of Danny Shelton. I, it just, it's, there's not a, there, that's not making me overly happy about what's going on on the defensive front. Mm -hmm. um, when I see the lack of depth, right. When I see what that did for the Eagles, obviously we beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but I think it was a, big big thing for them to have that kind of depth last year and i think it's really why they were you know led the league in sacks and 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 really dominated defensively so i could see them trying to sneak somebody either in you know the second round or maybe that's the first round pick that they go after if somebody slips down on the board and you know you get somebody that um you know that they like and that and that has the measurables and you know that they could they could pull on i mean you know Obviously, guys like Jalen Carter not going to be around. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, that was I can't wait to see what he does. 
I just I, I where think it goes like it's I'm so like I could see him going super early. I could see him dropping because of all the the issues. You know, he had the bad workout. Of course, he had that major yeah. issue with the with the the. The, the street racing incident where somebody uh, died at, you know, at, at Georgia. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame because I mean, some of the, you see him like, um, you know, when he picked up that one, you know, running back and like lifted him up in the air and like put up the number one sign, like, come on, the guy was like holding like a grown man, like he was holding <laughs> a kid. Like, I think he's going to, I think he's going to translate really, really well to the NFL. They can just get him, you know, get him under, under, under control. Um, but yeah, I think, but I think there's some, you know, if, if Brian, uh, I think you pronounce it Brissy, uh, from Clemson, I, I think, think if so. he, I think if he kind of, um, he's a guy that can move, um, he pass rushes well. Um, he, now he did come back from an injury, but you know, what defensive lineman hasn't, um, you know, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, I think could be somebody could be hanging around right there in that, you know, 31 pick if they wanted to, to go there. He's some people compare him to another chief of Dontari Poe. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets a lot of, um, comparisons to, to Dontari. So, you know, that could be somebody that in the back of somebody's mind, like, yeah, he'd fit in pretty well in the chief's, uh, scheme. So, you know, maybe Mozzie Smith might, um, big dude, 320. He's a 337 pounder and that's like his program weight. Who knows? Who knows what he'll weigh in like November after Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> he might be a 350, but he's a really, really good athlete. So, um, you know, should be, should be, should be interesting to see what, what they do there too. To try to get a big guy in the first round um, on the defensive line front, as opposed to the offensive line front. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see Joe. I'm excited for it. I, I should be there. I was doing a story on it. Um, there's, they're expecting a route. This is a ballpark figure. depends on weather, everything, but about 300,000 people to attend and should generate about a hundred million for the city. So it's a really exciting time. That's pretty amazing. Now, now, now our, now our pool is who, who do we think are going to be making some of the announcements? Right. Is it going to be, is it going to be Will? Is it going to be, uh, Timmy Grunhard? That means you haven't been called Joe. Have you, are you just playing? I did not, I did not get called. (laughs) I did not get the call. I petitioned when the draft was in Philadelphia to see if I could do a chief's pick. Oh, fun. Uh, never, never went anywhere, but, uh, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be anxious to see who uh, you know who comes out and 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 makes makes the call. Maybe John Alt comes down. Oh, that would be great from Minnesota, right? I doubt. No, I highly doubt it. He's not. He's not your extrovert. Uh, but, I could see uh, yeah. Will. I could see Will. You know, be. Oh no, Will's. Yeah, totally, guy. totally, totally. Will. Will's definitely gonna, definitely, probably gonna be be one of the people. Will. I could see Timmy. You know, t- t- the Chiefs oh, have right, such Tim. great, great ambassadors. I mean. I could see Danon, you know, maybe popping in there with his radio uh, prowess. Uh, you know, there's a lot of players, obviously, that live in the area that would be great at that. Just be be interesting to, you know, have a little pool to see uh, who, you know, what the odds are of who, what former Chiefs who are in the area, or you know, maybe Christian, you know, maybe Christian. Uh, that'd be great. You know, pulls one out of the hat, so that'd be fun. Well, if you enjoyed this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.